Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, good morning. Uh, I'll give you an update uh, injury-wise in terms of who's going to practice today and who's not. So uh, uh, Justin Shorter's practice window is is closed. He'll remain on IR, and then everyone else, because it's a walkthrough, will practice again in some capacity uh, today. So with that, I'll turn it over to you with your questions. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sometimes it's it's a numbers deal, right? I mean, um, hasn't really played most of the year. It's tough to come in and uh, and do that late in the year. And, um, you know, so I thought he did a good job just in terms of getting himself some work in there and. Um, sometimes it becomes a numbers thing and, and then just making sure that he's totally ready to go. So a combination of both. Uh, still sore. Uh, we'll continue to take it one day at a time. Um, but I anticipate him playing. Got any uh, concerns over the, the production of the passing game late, maybe in the last eight games? There's been a noticeable downturn. Yeah, well, I, I would say overall, bless you, uh, Jimmy, we need to get continue to grow as a team. Um, passing game being one area, just one area, but continue to grow as a team and, and improve. And I think that's the that's the goal every week. And certainly there's areas we need to, um, um, you know, obviously spotlight and put our focus on and in and that and that's one of them. Yeah, fundamentals overall are going to be a big part in, in winning games and uh, or not winning games in that case. So it's it's uh, it's a point of emphasis for us um, week to week, day to day, and it's going to continue to be. Um, we've got to be fundamentally strong in what we're doing and how we're doing it. Well, I mean, I think there's a, a long list of, and it's it's a little bit here, a little bit there, right? It's it's um, when a team, you know, he's our number one receiver. So when a team is intent on taking a number one receiver away, they make it uh, usually uh, at the top of their game plan, and uh, and and so then then sometimes just Josh going through his progression and. 
and making sure you know he's going through his full progression and find those open receivers. And um, at the end of the day, it's about winning, right? So uh, I understand you guys want to make it about this thing over here, and that is important um, because it does help us win. Um, at the same time, it's about um, making sure we're doing, we're going with the ball where we need to go with the ball, and and then we're moving the chains and, and scoring points. So um, that's that's the, that's the goal. Yeah, he's been. No, he's been a true pro. He's been a true pro, and uh, that's much appreciated. And that's not easy when you're a receiver, whether you're Steph or any receiver for that matter, who's gotten to this level. Um, they're used to catching balls, and and um, so. Uh, we'll continue to work, continue to improve, as I said, in all areas. Um, and uh, that's that's the focus today. Just one follow-up to that. Is there something different that's happening? Because, I mean, teams, have, he's faced that type of coverage for the balance of the time he's been with the Bills and as productive as, as he and Josh have been together. What within that dynamic has changed maybe to kind of limit his numbers and where he's it's probably a better question for the defenses we faced, uh, Adam. Um, you know, I, I think there's a, like I said, it's it's when when you're on on a team and there's a system and people say, hey, this is what we need to do, and then there's there's things that copy defenses that copy that, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, it's just it's just us continuing to find um, our rhythm each game, and and uh, we take it on a one game at a time basis. Yeah, I won't. I won't watch it. Uh, we were solely focused on on our level of play in, in the Miami Dolphins. Coach, with Vic, Vic Fangio's defense, yeah. you know, he seems to take away the easy answers, and like most defenses do, but forces quarterbacks to be patient. How how big a challenge is that? You know, the stakes are large. This guy is forcing you to kind of hold your water a little bit. Yeah. What's the challenge for Justin? Yeah, I believe Vic's a. Uh, you know, one of the one of the top defensive coordinators and play callers in the NFL. Uh, he's been doing it for years, um, even before he became head coach in Denver. And as I've said before, a lot of re- I have a lot of respect for Coach Fangio and um, his knowledge of the game, his wisdom. Um, he does a great job uh, on that side of the ball, and um, they've got a very good defense and, and making sure they they make you work for things. And, and I think that's a big piece of being a good defense. So do you think your your pass defense right now is maybe playing the best it's played all year? I mean, you've got an opponent that's going to certainly test that. But do yeah. you think right now that the whole unit is playing as well as it's played all year? Uh, you know, it's a one-week-at-a-time league, Sal. So um, I thought, yeah, I think they're doing a really good job of communicating and uh, being on the same page. And I think that's really where it starts. So the quality of the play usually um, – uh, is congruent with with that communication and them and them executing on the same page there. So um, I think you know we'll we'll uh, continue to take it one week at a time. And to this point, I think that they've done a nice job. And we've tried to. Um, it's important that you can play good pass defense in this league. And um, I think that's that's important with the quality of the quarterbacks we face uh, week in and week out. On that same note, what's allowed Rasul to fit in so quickly and so well the way that he has and. Is that common that you see a player come over midseason and step right in the way that he has? And yeah. Leave? Well, I would say for Razul and, and LJ, both, their personalities lead, they help with that, the way that they're just naturally gifted in that way with um, some just of that it factor. 
And um, it does take time, though, whether it, you're Rasul or LJ or anybody else, for that matter, to your point. So, um, and I and I give our our building credit too for helping them acclimate themselves. So it's a it's kind of both, I guess. And um, you know, it's just fun. It's been fun to watch both of those players who came over um, around the trade deadline get more and more comfortable with with their surroundings and letting their personality show a little bit more. No, no, it's, you know, he's solely focused on whatever that game is and this game with the Dolphins and, um, you know, that's, that's where he needs to be focused this week and what's happened in the past is, is in the past and this will be, this game will stand alone. How much do you think he can draw though from those other games of what he's been able to do against the Dolphins? Well, there's only been one really with Coach Fangio, so I think that that, again, um, makes for a small sample in this case. Jordan and Mike were with you seven years ago when you went to Miami and yeah. ended the drought. <clears throat> played a lot of football for you. You know, played hurt. Uh, you had them back together last week. Just, I know it's probably take up a lot of your time to summarize what they've meant for this defense. But if you could, yeah. just how, how do you? <laughs> uh, great question. Yeah, well, we need about an hour to talk about it. I'm just uh, biased, probably, um, but I just feel. Um, so indebted to those guys coming in seven years ago, as you said, and the work that they've done, work that they put in that nobody sees, um, even I don't see sometimes, and um, how important this team, this organization is to them. And um, to watch them run out of the tunnel the other day was, along when they grabbed Taryn to run, to run with them, was, I think that just says everything about who they are as people and who they are as professionals. And um, they've just done a f fabulous job. If If I knew then, that they would go on to do what they've done over those seven years is, um, you know, we hit the lottery a little bit right there. So, How would you say that they have done this year? Uh, you know, obviously both have dealt with some injuries, Micah most recently. Yeah. Um, where would you say individually, you, you know, you see them this season? Well, I think, I think this season has been better than last season in terms of their availability, with Micah missing most of the season last year, then Jordan being somewhat uh, in and out, I would say, uh, uh, respectfully there. And um, now this season, Micah in and out a little bit, but for the most part, Jordan being, being available. And um, I just know how important that is to both of them to be out there um, with their guys um, leading um, from the front at times and leading, you know, from the back too as well. And, um, you know, just fun to watch those two work together to accomplish a common goal. You've referenced in the past how each season reveals itself. And when you look back at the bummer of a game that the Denver game was, what do you make of what this team has shown in responding from what happened and how that game ended? Yeah, they're, they're a resilient group. They really are. Um, the resolve that they've shown through the course of the year <clears throat> beyond, you know, as you said, after the Denver game, but even before that, um, you know, every season, as I've said, takes on, has its own signature, takes on its own life. And um, I think the key is just to, to continue to take it one week at a time, continue to learn, grow, improve. And, and when you can do that, you're going to give yourself the best chance moving forward. Talked in the past about it being kind of like quarters of the season, right? This last quarter here, if you will, or whatever the, the math is, what's been different about the team? Um, hmm. If I knew what exactly has been different, we would have done it in the beginning. Uh, no, I mean, listen, our team is, our team, 
I believe has played good ball, even even through the first call it two thirds or or so of the season or three fourths of the season. Um, um, we just you know we're finding continue to find to learn how to find ways to win. Um, it's not always perfect, and um, I think that that stick to itedness of the team is now is now um, starting to come to the surface, and I think that's I think that's important. Um, when you can go in there and not have your fastball and and hang in there, right? Um, and I think that's, uh, I mean, the last two games we've been behind early in the game, and uh, and they've been able to collectively to take a breath and um, and find their way through it. Um, so um, I think that's important. Sean, there's 18 and two, 18 and two in December and January suggests that's a larger. You know, issue. That's that's a sample size, yeah. right? That, and I know you give credit to players and everything, but is there something you try and instill in them, or is there a constant that's allowed you to deliver as you have as a team and organization late in the year like this? Yeah, uh, I cut my hair a little bit shorter, maybe in December, right? No, I I just think I think our staff does a great job. Um, the players do too, and um, you know they know what time of year it is, so. Uh, I think that's probably just more of, of what they're doing more than anything. Sean, your defense has faced Tyreek Hill a lot over the last several seasons. He's close to about 30 years old, maybe having his best season yeah. of his career. How impressive is it what he's done this season? Yeah, he's unique. I mean, there's in my 20-some years in the NFL, there's no one else like him that I've seen um, in terms of what he can do on the field, uh, what he's been able to do this year. And um, so the utmost respect for his game. John, your blitz frequency has been up the last month or so. What, what makes that style something that fits for your personnel? Um, you know, I, I think, you know, learning how to blitz is, is a part of the growth of a defense also. Um, and, you know, and, and maybe in years past we weren't a heavy blitz team. And um, I think that's – just a part of being a good defense is you have to know how to blitz and have the details that lead to the execution. And, and so I've been uh, impressed with how our players have, um, you know, soaked that up in terms of learning that along the journey of the season so far. Is part of that too, learning how to scheme a blitz? Because it seems like what you're doing in that part of the game has been more and more creative the, the further we've gotten into the season. Uh, maybe so. I don't. I don't really know. Um, you know. I think I just again. I give the credit to the to the staff and the players. Is is taking the game plan and then into the meeting rooms and and coaching it, teaching it to the nth detail, and the players taking it and taking ownership of it and being able to execute that on the field is really what I think is is happening. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 